So, Jill, some solutions when we're talking about redefining resiliency and our distractions. And you, um, off offline, you mentioned uh, that quote, that stat the other day that you read about being distracted, how quickly we're distracted. Yes, uh, Tristan Harris, who is the really the international voice for bringing ethics and humanity into technology, was saying that we, we self-interrupt about every 40 seconds. Wow. 40 seconds, isn't that profound? That we are so used to things changing on our media and all that's happening in our environment that we sit down to do something on the computer and all of a sudden a new tab comes up or we think of something else we have to do. So we have trained ourselves to self-interrupt every 40 seconds. And that's about two sentences, every two sentences. <laughs> like you say, if you're having a conversation with someone, that, you know, roughly a, a sentence is 10 words. Well, I that's, guess. Yeah, a couple of sentences, and you're 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 unless you're absorbed, yes, you're you're really distracted, That's very right. easily distracted. That's right. It's more than beyond the eyes, isn't it? It, yeah. it is, and perhaps the solution is between the eyes. Between because the eyes, yeah. we we really have to think about the, the front on. You've got to fix the problem. Yeah, and from a neuroscience perspective, what what I'm talking to people about is that we're not even laying down short-term memory, that, that that sense of what's happening right now is being frayed, it's being fragmented. Yes. It's not even being laid down. So that long-term memory, it's what happens no overnight, has yeah. no chance. And yeah. so I hear parents, I hear certainly I hear teachers say, I'm teaching the same thing the next day and the next day and the next day. Because it's because not. Because it's not being absorbed. Yes. And this... This is a global problem. And that has really long-term ramifications. My word, it does. My word, it does. Mm. But particularly when you, you get a, a problem and you have to remember certain fundamentals and be able to work through that problem and stay in the problem yeah, long stick enough. stick the models. Stick That's to right, the model. and, stick yep. and, and be able to apply yeah. the fundamentals that one should have learnt or could have learnt in earlier years. Yes. But what we're finding is that that, that is being so fragmented and uh, difficult to recall if they're able to at all that those problems are taking longer and longer and longer to solve. To solve, wow. And that's the long-term ramifications of that are dire. They are. Really. And, and because they're the future leaders, the teenagers now are future leaders. Absolutely. So what are some of your must do's and don'ts in the home? Robin... Nothing is more powerful or more intimate or more nurturing than to have a conversation with someone who is fully present. Mm. It, is, it is a gift. It is an honour to, to have someone's deep focus with you. And I would love to see more of that happening in homes, certainly around the dinner table and, and certainly in schools. We, we have the opportunity to make a difference to a child and it may be the only sense of attention or point of attention that child may have in that day and they could be craving that just yes. as adults do. Yes, yes. So it's that sense of when you are together for a meal, when you are having a conversation, that the phone is off away and off the person. Yes. Certainly from 
uh, a child's perspective at home, there should be no devices in the bedroom ever, ever. I think it's pretty standard that children do have it unless there's a major, and I agree with you totally, but my observation is that it, that seems to be part of the reason why there's sleep disturbances because of the phone's pinging all night. That's right. So it, it is important that there are no devices in the yeah. bedroom. It, one is able to set up the kitchen table or some area in the home where children can do their homework and where parents are, can see the screen, yes. where it's visible. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all too easy to get distracted with the social media or the games that have yes. been downloaded and teachers YouTube, tell me whatever this else, and yeah. YouTube and YouTube is just as bad so that children are constantly being diverted, being yes. distracted and of course being you know, titillated by the other things that are, yeah. that are far more exciting than, yeah. than the homework. Yeah. So I say to parents it is imperative, no devices in the bedroom ever, and I'm not the only one who says that. Chris Anderson, the previous editor of Wired magazine, yep. said there are no devices in the bedroom ever, period. And that was a long time ago from yes. someone who, who, yeah. who knew better. So for parents who say, well, they need an, uh, they need to, an alarm, I would say get an alarm clock. Yes. Not, it is yes. not imperative. The other thing that's important is that family dinners and when you go out, you go out for an outing, yes. you go out to a restaurant to enjoy conversation. And I, 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 I guess I hear a lot of children who miss stories. They're not hearing the, the history and the legacy of grandparents and, uh, and great-grandparents and just things that have happened to their their parents their, their parents <laughs> their community their yeah. tribe because there there isn't space being made for yes. those very important stories yeah. and i don't know about you but I, the, some of the most joyous times that i sure. had was coming home from school and having a piece of chocolate cake that my mother had baked for me and and i was a chubby little one so it wasn't that i needed <laughs> another piece of chocolate cake but they were the powerful times when you mm, talk about the, the day, day at school yeah, yeah you know and I used to get picked on for being chubby and, you know, so there was often a tear there. But there are other times when it was just, you know, I got praised for the beautiful work that I'd done because I was meticulous. And, you know, they're the, they're the times that you cannot replace. They're mm. the moments of intimacy that... They're the memories, they're really. They're the memories, yes. Mm. When you would talk about what happened when and you learnt yeah. how to cook a meal, you learnt how to look after a family pet you understood how yeah or to... siblings or interaction yeah that's yeah. right I mean what was so, it for you Robin when you were growing up oh there were the yeah I <laughs> it's your interview Jill you can't turn it that way <laughs> I'm interviewing you <laughs> another solution though another solution for so so what you're saying is no no um devices at the dinner table and no devices in the bedroom. And selected times. Of course we need to use our devices. Yeah. As a researcher, I've got my little nose um, well and truly inside a device for more hours than I would like. Nonetheless, that time has to be dedicated. A set time, yes. A set time, yeah. 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 So the, the teenager or the child would know that, okay, mum's on her computer, mum's just got to do a bit of work, but she's doing that for the next hour, and then it's your time. Then it's and, your time. 
Absolutely. Yeah, before you go to yeah. bed. Okay, and so it's setting set times. Sure. And the other thing I think that's really important is when people come into the home and, that, in other words, greetings. Yes. That's a time when you just leave your computer, unless, of course, you're in the middle of a, you know, a banking transaction. Aside yes. from that, yes. you know, it, it's time for get up away from the computer, a big kiss and a cuddle, tell me yeah. about your day, sweetheart, eye to eye. Yes. And a big hug. And then, and also when people leave, you know, it's time yeah, to leave yes, the computer, yeah. see someone to the door, give them a kiss and a hug, you know, that, yeah. that's got to be meaningful. And for some people listening, you're probably thinking, Jill might be going, oh, how, that wouldn't work in my house. I think you just got to, it's trial and error, isn't it? You know, it, there might be resistance initially. Yes. But you've really got to stick to it. And here's the, you know, here's the new rules that we've got. We're, this is what we're going to do. And the reason for doing it is we're redefining resilience. That's right. That's really it. We're, we're wanting to build resilient children, not ones who are just device-focused. That's right. And the resilience will come from that sense of awareness of it's okay to be in discomfort. Yes. It isn't about smoothing the waters and it not being there. It isn't about yeah. another distraction. It's about I'm not feeling so good at the moment and, and having an adult to talk to about that yes yeah you know 50% of Americans today so they don't in the course of a day they don't have anyone to whom they can speak or feel that they can open up to yeah this is this is very sad yeah okay we'll come back to that Mm. in our next our next session Mm. thanks Jill that was great now our website jillsweetman.com J-I-L-L-S-W-E-A-T-M-A-N dot com. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure, Robin.